Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy, it is John Boy time, I am your host, John Fahey, the COVID kid, COVID barely 18. Joining me as ever, pretty spoiled into the sun, three children stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. Each child, of course, shredded, ripped muscularly. Each one with a huge, veiny cock. Two gay, one bi. Disguising themselves as an adult man. Asking what's your finest liquor? <laughs> Skeet Lover's Pizza. <laughs> Michelangelo's David Duchovny. Aaron Who's jo- a party dude? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Joseph Pita. What's up, man? Still on the program after all these years. Just hoping not to fall off the wagon. <laughs> is that true? The shagging wagon? Well, if the wagon is a shagging, <laughs> don't come a... Nagging? Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. Nice job. Man. Nice job. To your right, my left, handsome Matt Brousseau, the Frenchman henchman. Oh, hi. Le Frenchman, henchman. Bonjour. How you doing? Good. Quite good. Very good. I French think. as hell over here. Sup? Chillin'. Um, I do have to tell the listeners uh, up front, uh, without getting into all of the nitty-gritty, I want to dive right into Aaron's profile here. Very excited about that. Very mm-hmm. excited? Very excited? Um, show, show me your shirt. Oh, I will, I will, yes, I will. Can, can they see it? Yes. Yeah, 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 it's nice. Uh, Joe got me this shirt. Which, What's it say? It's, go, it's a gold shirt, uh, which, like, when people say gold, sometimes it'll be like a, like a cheese-ass yellow. That's some Chuck E. Cheese bullshit. This yeah. is an actual gold shirt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the black ink on it is a very comfy shirt, I gotta say, too. It looks comfy. Uh, is uh, I'd rather be drinking piss. Mm-hmm. And I went a full 24 hours without knowing where this came from. And only drink piss. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I only drink piss uh, to try to meditate. It was a piss cleanse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, you want to be sure when you're pissing, it's pissed. And then it makes you piss the color of that shirt. And it kicks it up a notch. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, and, uh, Scientifically proven. Return address was like Savannah, Georgia, and I was like... I don't know any Savannah. I don't know, yeah. We're down here in Georgia. <laughs> send, them, send, them, Savannah, Georgia. send them the urine shirt. <laughs> uh, so then I found out uh, later that our very good friend Joe Latch has sent it to me. Um, nice guy. Directly from the company, which is based out of Savannah, Georgia. And they are called Titty Bats. So if you would like this shirt, that's T-I-D-D as in titty, but titty, mm-hmm. you know, the casual way you say titty, titty, yeah. bats. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw the return address, T-Bats, and I was like, who the fuck? Hey, Trevor Bats. I was like, who's T-Bats? Naughty T-Bat, Naughty T-Babes? Yeah. <laughs> naughty T, Naughty T-Babes? Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I do want to tell the people... We did do an extra. Um, I want. I wanted to do more media after our last one because I felt like I didn't get in everything I wanted to. So we did a whole other media episode, um, and then we decided to put it out as a Patreon only. So if you do want to hear P, uh, Profiles Next Interested Media Number Eleven, it is Patreon only. And um, you know we got uh, we got Sean Connery extolling the benefits of slapping women. Yeah, yeah. We got more iced tea. Uh, we, oh. <laughs> we got um, we got uh, uh, iced tea bats. We got um, God was in there. God, God, God made an appearance. God made an appearance. Uh, we, talked, we talked about uh, very risque uh, songs and comic book characters, mm-hmm. uh, and then we had um, some great uh, wrestling 
commentary. Oh, oh King. <laughs> oh. I don't it, believe it. I don't know. I had a I had a, I had a real blast with it. So if you want to check that out, please check out the Patreon. It's a real fun time. But Aaron, um, you uh, only lightly introduced me to what you're going to be getting into today. Do that's you want right. that yeah. purpose? You can you'll tell from the profile. That, that's right. Um, when when you guys when you hear when you hear this. What do you got? I mean, I know you love. You're gonna. I know, yeah, I know you guys have heard this, but what do you know about what this makes you think of? Okay. Okay. What do you know about what this makes you think of? Go for it. Желание. Жавой. Stop. This is a uh, Winter Stop. Soldier. Trigger words are uttered. Right. The rage is stopped. Mm-hmm. The bucking. So that's... Soldier. Ready to comply. Ready to comply. So we're talking about mind control. That's right. Enchantment, uh, indoctrination, uh, 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 hypnotism. Mm-hmm. Matt? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I thought uh, what, it, what it made me think about is that uh, I've only seen Winter Soldier once when I was really drunk many years ago. Right, Just made me think about how much I like drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have to take a break and watch this. We'll be right back in two hours and 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're going to stop it a lot. So, yeah, we'll be back, yeah, in, we'll be back in 14 hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, and two minutes. This... What we just showed there was a scene from the motion picture Captain America the Winter Soldier where Baron Zemo is activating Mm -hmm. the Winter Soldier Bucky Barnes who was brainwashed by Hydra into becoming an assassin. And he snaps into his alter ego with a few keyword commands. That's right. A la a uh, a computer... uh, A a programmed human being. mm -hmm. One could say a Manchurian candidate. Mm. Mm. Uh, this, like a lot of the things from the Marvel Universe, has basis in realized realized shit. History. If you met, we saw the uh, the Black Widow motion picture, mm. also dealing with this mind controlled, yeah, perfect soldier assassin, mm-hmm. um, human drone almost, right, mm-hmm. and. A little bit more of a fantastic way, though. Oh, it's all it's all fantastic. No, but I mean a little bit more uh, and fan- fantastical. I know. A little less grounded in. Uh, Who's to say? Right. Well, in so far as, for instance, uh, Project Paperclip being more grounded in reality and referenced in in which, Winter, Winter Soldier. Sure, as well. sure, but it, it they are dealing with the same thing. What if you could wipe or wash a mind? A brain 
and put in what you want and get somebody to do what you want. Scrub the fucking The American dream. So this will take us all over the place. Oh. Uh, a bunch of different people. Mm. But it's all going to center around one man. And his name is Sidney Gottlieb. A.K.A. The Black Sorcerer of the CIA. Holy shit. That's a good name. That's an official title, huh? A.K.A. Poisoner in Chief. Wow. Oh, that's an official title. A.K.A. The Most Powerful Unknown American of the 20th Century. Wow. Uh, Sid Gottlieb, uh, I think, re- <laughs> is re- real name Joseph Scheider. Who's to say? But also, I think, you know, like... some. I'm sorry, repeat? Joe Scheider. What Joseph about- Scheider, real name. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, you know, you know, like I think you could have like two names. You know, he, he yeah. Well, at home he's Schneider. At, at, Sh- uh, Scheider. Scheider. At Sh- home he's Schneider. No, no, his real name is Sid Gottlieb. No, John. His real name. Real name Joseph Scheider. Right. Yeah, but Gottlieb uh, is Gott and Lieb are God and love. Yeah. So God's That's love. kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. He was born August third, nineteen eighteen, in the Bronx. Oh mm. boy. To Hungarian Jewish immigrants. He was born with a club foot. Hmm. Your whole team. Uh, right his developed a stutter, Ooh. a speech impediment. Hmm. Uh, and this was at a time, you know, where we weren't real nice about those things. No. You, it was, yep. you got a club foot and you got a stutter. Sure. Sorry. Leg dumb, brain dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his parents basically ran a sweatshop uh, in New York, um, and they saved a bunch of money, and he had a bunch of surgeries to, con- to correct his foot, but it was never – he didn't have a winter soldier on <laughs> I mean, He didn't have a winter soldier foot. It was just a, it was just a less lame foot. Yeah, yeah. not a lot of good options back then not for, a lot for, of good for, options. for, no, for no. surgery. Um, but um, – he was a bright kid, uh, and he, he went to City University of New York, uh, blew through there, went to Wisconsin. Uh, He's just blowing through these places. Yeah. He um, he was he got into music, and despite his club foot uh, folk dancing, huh? he's still kind of folk I mean, dancing. Was it, was it clog dancing? Yes, clogged foot dancing he got his phd in biochemistry in three years which normally takes like six wow um he met this woman uh, at school margaret moore who would later become his wife for the rest of his life he uh he was a really smart dude had a ton of degrees in his you know by early 20s and he looks for a job at the fda and then at the national research council he starts researching fungal diseases and this is where he gets into researching ergot alkaloids yeah and th- around this time World war ii breaks out you know uh and he can't enlist because of his foot right so he feels really guilty about that interesting you know uh especially seeing the way his people are being treated. Oh, yeah. And not being able to, right? Takes a job at the University of Maryland, uh, still doing chemical research, stuff like that. And um, then Alan Dulles becomes head 
of what would the the CIA basically the the, the forerunner the, yeah there's the OSS yeah all that stuff um the war ends Alan Dulles starts running the CIA mm-hmm. after the the OSS is changed into the CIA okay uh and then also Alan Dulles's brother was Secretary of State. These you, two, I mean, do you want to give us some background on Alan Dulles for anybody that's not really aware? There's an airport named after him, <laughs> and then he ran the CIA. Yeah. Yeah, don't fly to the airport. You don't want people to know uh, you're here. He was, I mean, him and he and his brother were really savvy guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wanted to, I guess, I guess what I can say is that the CIA was formed in response to Russia's going to do some shit. We better do it first. Right, and and uh, kind of just the espionage game is about to kick off. Yes, right. Uh, uh, the, the Cold War was the Cold War was start had started by the end. The World War Two ended. The Cold War was ready. Was happening. Yes, and and, and and I mean already, you saw the power of it in uh, you know unlocking the codes, uh, the spy warfare. Uh, you know the the Nazis that parachuted into Britain mm-hmm. hoping to make a deal and. Yeah. You know, uh, fucking Irish IRA guys talking to the Nazis. Like, I mean, every single thing was like could be hand like you know game changing things could be handled by one or two persons. So you, yep. you know, it wasn't just that like the Cold War was like where that started. No, it was the writing going- was on the wall with yeah. with the war ending, and there was already jockeying for who's going to get the scraps. Yes, and there, and so the thing was basically it was like um, uh, a quick word. And a big gun or, or, or whatever is going to win mm-hmm. these wars going forward. So that's why, uh, you know, it was nukes and spies. Yes. Hopefully it, not the first. It also seems like something that is self-perpetuating, too, because when you get a little bit of information and it works, you're like, we need to do this more. And then when you don't get the information, you go, we need to, keep we, getting need to, we need to get more information next yeah. time. Yes, it's, a self, so it's, it's, a, it's, a, uh, its own feedback loop. Yeah. All right. And then there's the whole thing of... Is it a trap? Is it a triple A? Like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like, and then you you have the Berlin, you have Berlin split. And so you're constant, there's this constant pressure with Russia. Mm -hmm. And then Russia, uh, you know, and then Cuba. Right. Anyway, Aaron. So he's, you know, he's got, he lives in Virginia, uh, Sydney. Yeah. And he's living like on a farm in the woods with his wife. The house doesn't have running water. Like he had to build, he had to like set up a well and build a toilet. <laughs> he wakes up at dawn to milk his goats. Nice. And Alan Dulles, again, head of the CIA, uh, is like, yo, we need to start getting onto this like brainwashing shit because the Russians are doing it. It's all the rage. Yeah. The, like, these guys are scrubbed clean. The Korean War is like Korean War. <laughs> Korean War breaks out, right? They don't have favorite foods. <laughs> they don't have kinks. They're gonna, they're gonna love plastic. I tell you, <laughs> they're an open book and it's blank. <laughs> uh, the CIA hears about the communists putting Catholic clergy on trial. There's there's like footage and pictures of. Um, the Communist Party putting on um, a cardinal in Hungary, and he looks like why like gla- glossed over eyes, uh-huh. and he's confessing to all this stuff, and and you know, 
Oh, and they think it's they think it's brainwashing. Right. And at the at the end of the Korean War, there was a group of American soldiers who mm-hmm. they are you. I'm sorry, I'm not. Yeah, they there at the end of the Korean War, there was a group of American POWs that signed paperwork, you know, criticizing American policy mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and. Those two incidents in particular, and later that would happen again in Vietnam, and John McCain would also write and sign his name to those things too. I didn't know that. Yeah, nobody does. Because uh, he's a hero. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any fingernails. I'll sign whatever you want. <laughs> Suck your cock, all you guys. <laughs> all the I knew how to say that. <laughs> Where's my watch? The whole Ho Chi Minh Trail, if that's what it takes. Hey, this is the Hanoi Hilton. Pretty nice. <laughs> anyway, the so, amenities. So seeing this, <laughs> they start the idea. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? Something vibrating? Oh, no, I think there was a spy. Oh, good. <laughs> Facebook. So, um, I don't, the actual term brainwashing was actually a CIA propagandist term. And so they started using that term on their own. Oh, yeah. And they see these two instances and they think that Russia's making these mindless drones. Yes. Well, it also dovetails with the propaganda criticism of socialism. Yes, of course. Accepting... You know, uh, this uh, never-going-to-be-rich lifestyle. <laughs> you must be brainwashed right. uh, uh, to not uh, aspire to... Uh, and, you know, the, just the, uh, the, the, uh, the polar opposite of American individualism is like tr- collective, you know, um, hive mind stuff, right? <laughs> how, how could these guys ever think of joining the Communist Party, even though they were POWs? Yeah. Like... <laughs> no, no hive mind. So the, the, the country most famous for mob justice. It would have to be devi- it'd have to be some devious <laughs> trick to get them to hive mind. We never heard of it. POWs, yeah. <laughs> None of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Alan Dahl's like, yeah, I know. I want to get. An, I want to hire an outside guy for this. And you know, Sid is not really the t- at the time. The CIA is made up of like waspy, yes, legacy. East Coast Ivy League white boys, right? Mm-hmm. And they hire this fucking Jewish dude who's son of immigrants from the Bronx, who's got a club foot, stutters, and lives in the woods and milks goats to eat yogurt. Oh, med- he meditates a- with candles. He's actually an outside guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally out. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he's literally an outside he meditates guy. with <laughs> candles. All the shit. Fuck, he's meditating with candles at yeah. that point. Uh huh. What the fuck is that about? You know, it's nice meditation yeah. with the cows. No goats. Oh, goats. goats. Oh, yeah, big step up. Actually, yeah, it's much know. more digestible yeah, type you know. of milk. And yeah, they talk back. Plus, they got the square and you, eyes and, and you all can that. stare right at yeah. them. Yeah, they love it. So, Alan Dulles hires them. On what? On what basis? Like how? Like because this is the beginning of a few things. One project Bluebird, project and project Artichoke. And what they want to get into is enhanced interrogation, (laughs) what later would be called enhanced interrogation. But (laughs) Project Artichoke was to determine whether a person could be involuntarily made to perform an act of assassination. Right. And then possibly 
be made to forget it ever happened or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, it's it's you know, Pavlov's dog was already a, a thing. Con, you know, yeah, there was conditioning yeah. was was already right. a, it's slightly the, some sort of established. It's science. the it's, it's the art of the choke. <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> Am I right about that's, the joke? That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> Arthur Chalk. <laughs> My name's Arthur O'Chalk. <laughs> My friends call me Art. I'm here to kill you, I'm afraid. <laughs> so he starts on Friday the 13th, 1951. Nice. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's already had already been, had this like predilection to, uh, to the ergot alkaloids. No, you, you gotta you gotta give some background. So there. ergot is a fungus, mm-hmm. and it is the fungus from which LSD is synthesized. Yes, uh, LSD twenty five really is the the full. And so I mean that, that that was kind of crazy when I found that out because like it, it's really just like oh yeah everything really still comes from mushrooms basically. Well, fungus, yeah, yeah, fungus, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah the a fun, living fungus. living thing, right? Um, now it was first discovered in forty three by Albert Hoffmann. Uh, at Sandoz Labs in Switzerland. And, um, you know, in between 43 and 51, it, well, you know, I did that profile on uh, Captain Trips, yeah. the, Johnny Appleseed of LSD. And so it had this like, brief period of like, oh, maybe we've got something here. Yes. Uh, but in 51, Sid had had already taken it. And he was just obsessed. He thought it was going to be the key to unlock the human mind and unlock the universe. Yeah. And he had, he eventually would have used it at least 200 times. Uh, and on his first trip, he said, I happen to experience an out of bodiness, a feeling as though I'm a kind of transparent sausage skin that covers my whole body and it is shimmering. And I have a sense of well being. Do you want me to do it in like a stereotypical Bronx Hungarian Jewish voice. I, I do. I do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah, I I, well, we watched uh, Lucky Number Eleven last night. I was just going to do that intensely. And I have a sense of well, I have a sense of well-being and euphoria <laughs> for the most of the next hour or two hours, and then gradually it subsides. So, Project Artichoke focused on hypnosis. Hmm. A little LSD, uh, forced morphine addiction and, sub- and subsequent withdrawal. Oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little heavy. Total isolation. Hmm. Uh, so you get, a fucking cocktail. You get the LSD, you get the morphine. Yeah, mescaline, <laughs> marijuana. Uh, the memo, <laughs> the scope of the memo was, uh, de- it, it, the, the scope of the project was kind of detailed in a memo that he wrote in 52 <laughs> in crayon <laughs> <laughs> give him the mescaline and then kick his ass see the kite the kite is when the LSD's hit you get him hip- hooked on morphine right now he's fiending Not- <laughs> hypnotize him yes yeah like uh, just throwing everything at the wall can right? we get control of an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will and even against fundamental laws of nature such as Jesus self-preservation Christ did they go through, I mean, did they test out? Well, here's what wh- they did. Wh- okay. They said, who's done a lot of this work already? Mm-hmm. And they said people on drugs. People have done drugs. Scientists. The, no, the Nazis and the Japanese. Oh, okay. So they brought. So, Operation Paperclip. Right. Be- be- because I was thinking, because, you know, with the, with, you know, th- things like torture, 
did they try things that weren't drugs before they tried drugs? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Asking politely. Yes. Will you kill the president <laughs> and then forget about it? <laughs> then you're going to blow your own brains out. Cool. <laughs> Is that... Here's a candy bar. Yeah. Hmm. In, in, Would you like you some mean, morphine? In terms of this, in, in th- with this project? Maybe not with this. Okay. Oh, so then this, this is a specific right. I mean, project. Torch has been around forever. So who are sure. they? Are they and, and all, these, all these, you know, with the stuff with the Cardinal and with the Prisoners of War, it was just good old-fashioned torture that right. got people to turn. Right. I mean, I, 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 had, yes. forgot, I had forgotten about the project-specific thing. Because, right. you know, with, with those soldiers coming back, they learned that they could coax them back in by getting them to admit, mm-hmm. like, piecemeal, being like, tell us a small truth. Mm-hmm. Now that you've told us the small truth, now you can tell us the bigger truth, mm. and now you're comfortable. So that was that yeah. form of conditioning. And, and I, I'm, I'm excited about this project because it's like if, they, if you said, well, we know conditioning. What if we just fucking put a collar over someone's head and hit him with a mallet? That was actually one way to. Really? That was actually like, number 16. <laughs> so you're on morphine, right? They, Give them the there, mallet. The, there was one thing of, of co- just doing blunt force trauma. In, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Hmm. So. Ready to comply? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> the, his whole thing was to figure out can we. Can we wipe away a mind and put something else in. Recreate it, yep. Um, and so he had two playgrounds, basically, said. The on US, in-house USA stuff and then overseas. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, there would be... <laughs> 149 separate projects under what would become uh, MK Ultra. And that's the that's the one that's the name everybody knows. Yes, Project Artichoke was the predecessor that led into it. Um, yeah, it appeals. They would uh, this, like I said, LSD hypnosis, total isolation, um, psychological harassment, morphine addiction, and withdrawal. Uh, God, I hope they get the LSD one. Co- cocaine, marijuana, heroin, peyote, mescaline, <laughs> and LSD was, saw, was seen to be the most promising drug. But what? So they went and they they got the they had the guys from Operation Paperclip. They had the Nazi doctors. They had the Japanese doctors, and they were like, "All right, well, what'd you guys do?" <laughs> That's like super team <laughs> from like what was the the Japanese one was the unit seven three one or whatever. Like yeah, they had like their bad Mengele guys. The, the Japanese did. <laughs> In terms of medical experimentation, the worst shit on, in on China. Yeah, uh, and that's where the, that's the the phrase Manchurian Candidate. Yes, comes from. Uh, there were actual there were soldiers that talked about some bad, bad shit happening when they were on a train through Manchuria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a series of films too that's like based on a lot of stuff. And it's it, a book. It's an exploitation way though. It's like it's called Man Behind the Sun. Uh-huh. And then there's uh, Black Sun. Uh, there's just a bunch of stuff where it's you know it's, it's obvious you know uh, leaning into the dark torture stuff of horror like around the eighties, yeah. but it's out of Japan and it's 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 really showing the Japanese being terrible, which you know it's not it, they, it's not explored in movies like Nazis are N- no Sta- on the state right, side, right, but especially right, right. from Japan, yeah, it would 
it was whitewashed from textbooks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Chinese would get very pissed about that. And I also just want to say uh, the faraway look in the eyes of, you know, the, the cardinal and these guys out of Korea and stuff like that. Most of the time, yeah, torture is— Every time. The, yeah, the, the yeah. one, right? Um, and then in— uh, Years later, in the shock doctrine, uh, the thing they found to break you really was sensory deprivation. Yeah. Um, th- that, that is Sid Gottlieb's legacy. That, I mean, sensory so, deprivation was a thing even they were doing back then. They were doing... We'll get... Yeah. We'll get to that. It's bad. Dude, it's... It's, it's really... It, it, it's the thing that stops you feeling human. Because so, you're literally not feeling. Yeah. The, um... They would have Nazi doctors... <laughs> Nazi doctors come give lectures... At Fort Detrick, uh, talking about using mescaline at Dachau, um, lecture on sarin gas. At that point, he was completely <laughs> tripping tits. Uh, yeah. Um, it was a real mess. So We sewed four arms onto him and watched him go goro on everybody. <laughs> it was really cool. <laughs> we finished him. <laughs> he still had a personality, so we shot him immediately. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so sorry, it's so fucked up, but but I mean they are. I mean the the sad thing about all of this is that they're always looking for this fucking magic thing, this it's, magic, it, yeah. yeah. And so a lot of this I got from um, Annie Jacobson's book uh, Operation Paperclip, and then uh, Kinzer wrote a, a book Poisoner in Chief about Sid Gottlieb. Uh, I call him Doctor Douse. <laughs> So, <laughs> bro, <laughs> the, you know, the, the uh, Kinzer gives a, a great explanation for why the, the, the powers that be in the United States of, of this era were kind of fixated on this idea it was because they grew up in the air, like the Svengali movies mm. and like the idea of the magic pit, like. All this... The mesmerism. Th- yes. All it's like, it's like an evolution the, of, of the huckster, the town-to-town huckster. Yes. It was, it was life-imitating art. Yeah. Um, and in the uh, same way the Nazis would have been going for the Holy Grail. Exactly. So, so their their culture was making them look for these these uh, relics from yeah, the Knights and, Templar. And, yeah, and, you know, um, uh, you know Teutonic myth mm. and Ar- the Aryan race and and then the also thrill, and, and like and all the all the occult stuff and so, the, the, sort of this weird fear of uh, the hive mind being able to come up with it faster, mm-hmm. right? Because they're all working together. Yes. So, <sighs> man, his favorite. So he had uh, Sid. This guy had no oversight. <laughs> He had a license to kill. If he needed people, they gave him. They gave it to him. And like prisoners. It, in the United States, it was mostly prisoners. Uh, you you know, black men. Most yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I would say disproportionately because just disproportionately. And black was men. he? Was he? I'm, I'm sorry. That, but was he the one actually getting the Nazis to come speak about this shit? Well, they were there. They were hired already. Okay, but the what, Nazi, but I mean, was by he, this point, Operation Paperclip had happened. No, I know, but they was, were there. Was he kind of being like, "Give me the notes"? Yeah, give me the fi- yes. He was asking for them. He's like, "By the way, I'm Jewish." <laughs> Anything about that? <laughs> uh, it's totally cool. One, 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 one. You want to hear one fucked up one? Prison in Lexington, Kentucky. They Uh-oh. they got they had segregated seven black prisoners. And so, 
and they gave them triple doses of LSD every day for 77 days. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, God. So the question of can you completely wipe away and break a mind? The answer to that is yes. Yeah, and then the, is, but then, then what? You can't do anything with no, it. No, no. Uh, dude. Uh, he had, he was so obsessed with LSD that he, in 50, one has one trip in 50, no, he took 200. Uh, he credited it with many insights. Uh, I mean, might've even come up with fucking plans on how to use it while he was on it. Sure. Uh, in 53, he confessed, he convinced the CIA who (laughs) themselves was worried that the Russians were going to buy up the world supply of LSD. <laughs> he Which is limitless. At, at that point, not yet. It had, it had a, there was a, Sandoz Labs had sure, a fucking... Sure, okay. They paid a quarter million dollars to buy the entire inventory of LSD from Sandoz Labs uh, in Switzerland. And then they gave it to Eli Lilly to reverse engineer it, which they did by the ton. Just bricks of it, just leaving like, this. Like, that, just, just, that, just, just, yeah. that of like <laughs> everybody working there enough right to like dose the world times over. You're not allowed to breathe in this building. Uh, so he brought he got he brought the fucking acid to the United States. Started spreading it around the hospitals, clinics, uh, prisons, and mental health institutions. Nice. Setting up bogus foundations <laughs> to carry out research for what LSD could be used for and how people reacted to it and how it would be used, how it could be used as a tool for mind control. I mean, even so, he set up a, one of the bogus foundations was the one that paid for in 1955 R. Gordon Wasson's trip to southern Mexico to experience to find and experience the magic mushroom and provide a pathway for the divine. R. Gordon Watson was the first Western. He was an old, he was a banker. Then he, you know, just was just like a, almost adventurer. He went on to write a life magazine article. Like it is the article that introduced the West to the magic mushroom. Hmm. That was read by Timothy Leary. Ah, Timothy Leary was the evangelist for LSD. Yeah. Uh, tune in, turn off and drop turn out. on, drop out. Yeah, one of those things. Tune in, turn on, so, drop out. <laughs> Tim Leary got LSD from Sid Gottlieb. No shit. Who else got it? Uh. <laughs> We talked about that one actor that was a big proponent of it. Uh, well, Cary Grant. Cary Grant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even I don't know. He was supposed to have an article come out about proclaiming. Oh yeah, how he helpful was, it was he with was, his therapy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, and, uh, it was mixed by his and, and we talked about. I think. Uh, so here's the thing. Ted Kaczynski, that LSD came from Sid Gottlieb. No way. It all. Came, it, it all. All of the LSD in the United States, past 1950. Came from Sid Gottlieb. He is the douse daddy. He douse, <laughs> douse? He doused me. He doused you. He like, doused me with LSD. He he is respond. All those fake foundations, all these, all the places, they all got it from him. And uh, because he was Ted, just thro- Ted, thro- Ted Kaczynski. 
that LSD came from Sid Gottlieb. Whitey Bulger got experimented on in prison. Fuck. Bad. Whoa. I mean, he, he experienced like living nightmares. Oh, God. It fucked him up bad. Yeah. I think he got yeah. like 17 months off his fucking term or whatever. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> All right, we've added a bunch of crazy to this guy. It, it, You've it, earned it. I Get mean, out of here, I saw kid. blood pouring out of the walls, prisoners turning into skeletons and eating me. Would have no negative effect on his uh, life um, for people around him. He... Made me a little paranoid, to say the least. <laughs> well, see you guys later. Huh? Better go back to Boston. I'll be in California uh, for 20 uh, years if you need me. Ken Kesey. <laughs> yes. Electric Kool-Aid acid, acid test. test. Yes. That LSD came from Sid Gottlieb. God's love, he, he baby. He got that job in the hospital so he could steal more LSD and give it to his friends. Yeah. Then he would go on to write Tale is uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. This whole... It's, the irony of... The CIA's mind control, MK Ultra LSD mind control experiment is that it went on to fuel the largest counterculture revolution yeah. ever. Yes. It was, and the, it ended up being the anti mind control drug. It was a real test. It they put, was. they did, they, they, they made. Yeah. So that's, that's some of the stuff just, that's just some, I mean, it also might have been given to Charles Manson when he was in, in and out of prison. That's the stuff in the United States mm-hmm. where there are rules. Sure. Rules. Yeah. Then there's everywhere else right. all the first CIA black sites, a chalet in Switzerland, uh, oh, sounds nice any, any POWs from North yeah. Korea, the Philippines. These people were called expendables. Oh, great. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Just a, a phrase that says... We do not give a shit about uh, these people. Prisoners of war, suspected enemy agents, r- refugees, people who would not be missed if they disappeared. Well, you know, not missed by the U.S. government if they disappeared. He, uh, yes, but that that that's the language in his memo. Yeah. yeah. That's also uh, most people to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they're like, everybody's expendable. Yeah. Do, you, do you know what we do? <laughs> our job is wholesale slaughter. <laughs> it's kind of our thing. They would do shit, bro. <laughs> the stuff they would do. <sighs> Combining it with electroshock. One of the things they would do, they would give you an overdose of a barbiturate, like a downer, to where you're going into a coma. And as you're in a coma, they hit you with like methamphetamine. Oh, an, o- fuck an overdose me. of that. In the, the, the twilight zone where you're coming out of a coma and not yet manic, th- then they would hit you with like electrical shock or, uh, you know, sensory deprivation or some sensory overload, put you in a, like a, a, Dude. a coffin they had to and glare. Through- I mean, this is real fucked up shit. They had and to go like, through 20 people just to get to that point to figure out like, oh yeah, what if we did this at this point? Yes, there were bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Then the, the, what he liked, liked or the benefit of doing the overseas stuff is that it didn't have the disposal problem yeah that, that's that you had in the united states uh, yeah. jesus fucking christ though you're getting into this shit because people of- were tortured and drugged to death. This this Jewish guy who joined yeah, the army because of because of the way his people his people you couldn't join the army because his the way his people were he's like I gotta be patriotic. They look what they're doing to Jews. 
Oh man, now I can just kind of really experiment with the human body and mind. Yeah. Now that we have, you know, who taught me a lot was these Nazi scientists. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> and these Japanese scientists. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's, it's the, the abused becoming the abuser, and also the person that is. He made genuinely the thing. He genuinely thought he was. I mean, this was all in the name to stop communism and tyranny. And was it, or did he tell? I mean. Th- th- by all accounts, this guy believed w- was a like a sweetheart. This guy was a nice quote unquote guy. Yeah, it's just it's just there's a, like there's but he the, no he definitely really, sh- he's just whistling he's smoking a cigarette half with his coffee he, he was a real be- like, he was a real believer. Okay, well now the morphine. Uh, what if well, we have the okay, no, yeah, and I agreed. I you should not be able to live with yourself. There is a thing. I just devil's advocate. And I don't even completely believe this, but me trying to empathize is going okay. These two nukes. If they figure it out first, if yeah, these two nukes were fucked. These two nukes dropped. Uh, the game has changed. Uh, we've seen uh, uh, f- factory extermination of entire peoples by us. Um, the next time it'll be faster, um, and so. Whoever's going to have the biggest gun again, you know, the race for the biggest gun. Um, I, I could see there being something there and then being like, oh, and I had this thing that people don't really know about. And it really, you know, changed my mind and my mental chemistry. And and I, I see it as some kind of a gateway to some kind of an answer. Um, of course. Torturing black men in a Kentucky prison is unfathomable right well how many people do you kill before you go you know i don't know if this is if 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 putting someone near death and then bringing them back from it i mean how yeah because it it is the holy grail if we can figure out it's a thing that doesn't exist yes exactly (laughs) we we, we all agree no i know i know but but it is just crazy to get into that mindset where you think those things are acceptable and you know, I mean, you're going on borderline flatliners shit. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, maybe it's naivete, but I kind of feel like at some point you're a scientist. The data is showing that everybody is dying. Well, it's not, everybody's not dying. <laughs> right, or their, their brains are gone. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, are any of these people even usable afterwards? No, uh, there's a lot of uh, collateral damage, mm-hmm. but they were still. It was still. Did they try anything nice? I mean, again, I'm kind of like, I know that's not the mission. The project is yes. not candy bars I mean, and love. Yeah, that is not the project. No, sunshine, lollipops, uh, <laughs> rainbows. Uh, how about um, subproject sixty eight? Mm. Of the 149. This was uh, at McGill College uh, or University in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah, in Montreal. Um, this one, uh, a fellow, Dr. Cameron, uh, was hoping to, to correct schizophrenia by erasing <laughs> existing memories and reprogramming the psyche. Um, he was paid uh, through the MKUltra yeah. sub stuff. Uh, was something known as the Montreal experiments there. And mm-hmm. he, uh, That's covered in shock doctrine. Yeah. Uh, LSD, Curare, which is like the zombie drug. Mm-hmm. Uh, electroconvulsive therapy at 30 to 40 times the normal strength of 
normal power mm. voltage. Um, psychic driving experiments. Then that's what it, it's not actual drive. Uh, this consisted of putting a subject into a drug-induced coma for weeks at a time, up to three months in one case, while playing tape loops of noise or simple statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically carried out on patients who had entered the institute for minor problems like anxiety disorder or postnatal depression. That was the woman they opened up was was postnatal depression. Yeah, and her life was her, fucking her life was fucked. Ruined. When they opened the shock doctrine, Naomi Klein is in her house and she goes, "There was nowhere to sit." They talk. I'm sure they talked because about Sid in that because they uh, it was all stacks of paper and she goes like she had a, they had a teacher they had a potty trainer they were like this is her memory. All the papers are memory. And then when that guy... Uh, they they had to re-potty train. Yes. Adults. But then after that, everything... They're so depressed after this birth. Everything else, you know... Uh, oh, yeah. I know. Just this poor They started woman. thinking their interrogators were their parents. But then but then by the time it got to the point where he was going down... Who? Uh, uh, the, the doctor. Oh, it, she, There was something in the paper. Cameron. And she... And she... She was... She'd put her life back together enough where she was, like, seeing a guy and, like... You know, um, she still had the stacks of paper in her place because that's really her memory. And she was just like, I don't know who that is. But she goes, I know it has something to do with what happened to me. And like, this is like a doctor that was like experimenting on her for years. Mm-hmm. Richard Branson pays people to send him to space. And meanwhile, this lady is recreating an entire life after having her brain just completely destroyed. Well, and, One of those things is a little the, more the, impressive. The, the crazy thing, too, is that like all this shit that you see, like the, always the Bond villain doing is like our government. Yeah. Like nobody, like nobody's doing this like on a private basis. <laughs> it's always right, like exactly. yes. the most. And if they are, it's just a, a it's. Oh, then we buy it. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was started as a fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's also it's not just our government. It is whatever the power is. Government time. Yes. No. No. Sure. Because it's our the people's government. Yeah, yes. It, it, Hydra became Shield. Right. Right. <laughs> and right. And then it became. To another Naomi Klein book, if you've if you've seen Black Widow, no logo. Yeah. And then it's just, well, why would we have a name? Then you could find us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it was about isolation, sensory deprivation, overload. It ju- to a you, the what one of the things they drilled down on was get them to a com- a state of complete dependence on the interrogator. Jesus Christ. Um, you know they get on the. They get into this like a naked lunch, mm. uh, with by William Burroughs. He he was such a fucking psychopath. But he, a lot of the stuff that happened in real life, he kind of talks about in there, just in, in a fictional, weird, sadistic sense. Um, let's take a break. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back. So the thing you, you threw out there, mm-hmm. and I know it's a lot of stuff when you're doing a profile, but you kind of threw out this potpourri of people that got into LSD from him. By uh, either, you know, indirectly, directly, but sure. it, it all came the from The origin. Him. Yeah. Yes. Um, but do you think that was because... Well, it would seem that A, it was because there was no real oversight, like you were saying. Um, but was there any plan to just generally get it out there and see what happens? 
Um, yeah, there was a lot of a lot. I mean, this wasn't all forced experimentation. You know, a lot of these uh, programs or, you know, these um, foundations that were set up by the CIA were volunteer. Yeah. That, you know, the stuff at Harvard, you know, Ted Kaczynski, mm-hmm. um, the lyricist for the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. Whatever, uh, fucking forgot his name. Uh, um, Helen Ginsburg, the right. Stanford stuff. I mean, Kool Aid Acid Test, yeah, all, the, all, those all those guys. It all came from him, and mm-hmm. those were volunteers. I mean, some people liked it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they took the right dose in the right setting and the right set with yeah. their friends. They drove Le- a bus across the country. Leary became like the biggest. Prop- I mean, Leary got his LSD from the cia eventually if you go back if you daisy chain it back enough he all he got into the idea of psychedelics because of a cia funded expedition into mexico to find magic mushrooms mm-hmm. he's so into the lsd idea he then he's called the most dangerous man in america well, right because by it's- the president because it's but he not, got his shit from the government. Because it's not under their control, right? Yeah. Um, but there's there's a thing too where um, this is kind of you know jumping leaps and bounds thematically, um, but you could argue in a way that if you, if you do just get it out to everybody, does it not make everybody actually kind of more inherently truly? individualistic yeah but that's not no, what well, they that's, want that's the irony the irony <laughs> the is, irony is that it, when it got out it was, it was to, the anti-mind control drug yeah right and then it, but then that also makes you the more what's supposed to be american right truly individual so truly individual so in in a way it's like oh it is the inoculation against the hive mind it's this thing of, of going like <laughs> oh we can't let that get out we're not done with it and you're like what if we just let it get out and everybody does what they want with it and then they're like they question everything and then therefore they're not gonna fall for any fascist or communist stuff right it's it's, it's kind of a thing where you go like <laughs> well because they want i mean you know it's so ironic I know maybe that's kind of a leap. No, 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 no it's not. It's not a leap at all. It, I've, you, it's. I think that's it. But you know, the, it's the, another the, salient the, point by John Fahey. The, <laughs> the CIA was guilty of doing what they thought the commies were doing. They all you know, creating drone human beings. Yes, because they thought that was more valuable. Than a bunch of people that because you know like we, I think we talked about in the Johnny Appleseed of LSD episode. Um, uh, alongside Timothy Leary, the, the, the weird thing about those guys, and of course you could say that's with old age, um, but after a lifetime of doing all the tripping and stuff like that, all those guys basically in their older age will be like, it's really the microdose. They're like, that's really what it's about. It's like, yeah, you do the shit like when you want to trip when you're young and all that, but if you like really want to have the most potent benefit of psychedelics, it's really the small dose. You know what I mean? No, that's just a thing I've seen commonly in those pioneers of psychedelics. And like I'm saying, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt that it could be old age, but it was a common thing I've heard from those guys as they grew older, where they were like, you know, after a lifetime of doing this a lot and taking some heroic doses, I really feel like the the micro is kind of the way to go. Yeah, well, uh, McKenna stopped taking it, or stopped taking mushrooms after a really heavy trip 
in yeah. like 85 and then just kept talking, you know, talked about it till his death. Um, uh, Alan Watts was like, with psychedelics, once you get the message, hang up the phone. Right. Uh, That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I don't know if like the micro, I, I, I can't speak to that because I, I haven't heard them, the old guys all saying that. That was a common thing I found in some of the pioneers. Uh-huh. Uh in, in like later life, they were like, this is a good thing. We kind of got carried away with it, but it has real, real beneficial stuff, especially in small doses. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it could have just been a thing they were feeling at that time. I, you know, as you get older, it's, you know, with the, the, the funny, one of the funny things for me is for, with Timothy Leary, the electric Kool-Aid acid people, they rode this bus across the country. They end Ken up at Casey. Ken Casey. No, 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 no. I'm oh. saying with Timothy Leary, the electric Kool-Aid acid people, you know, Keezy, and they ride this bus across the country. They end up at Leary's house. They show up and Leary's, wear, Leary's wearing a suit and tie. And he's like, guys, I'm having a meeting right now. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't be here and doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I'm a science. I'm a, I'm a Harvard <laughs> professor. Right. And all of these. I'm a psychologist. These maniacs around the school bus tripping on their ball, tripping their balls off. And he's like, guys, get out of here. Come on. I'm yeah. working here. Yeah, fun, funny story about Timothy Leary. Uh, Timothy Leary, clinical psychologist. I mean, Harvard professor, brilliant mind, independent of uh, of the LSD. And then he gets turned on the LSD. He gets arrested uh, for, I think, for distributing LSD. And they give him a psych exam. Mm-hmm. And he answers all the questions in such a way so that he gets put like in a cushy psych ward because he wrote the exam. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's real nice. Yeah. Worthy. A lot of these guys that we've mentioned are all worthy of their own profile. And eventually we will do them. Timothy Leary, Ken Kesey, the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski Mm -hmm. was a volunteer. Right. At at the Harvard experiments. But this is. A lot of this, most of this lacked informed consent because with Sid, he was like, well, I can't. What about the placebo effect? Mm. I got to just start giving it to people without telling them. Mm. So that's what he did. That's where we are now in this story. Yeah. (laughs) He would just, they just start dosing people at the CIA. Yeah. They just start putting it in their coffee. They were, I mean, they just started dosing each other secretly. There was like two years where the CIA was like, we need purple bombs. We need. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, if you go to a CIA Christmas party, don't drink the punch. Right. (laughs) There was like an inside joke. Right. They. (sighs) Carries a wallop. So. We just clown faces. Uh. What a catastrophe! All the it's, spies it is, are wearing it is red. nuts, dude. Could and, you and, ma- I mean, so, I you know they've written the men who stare at goats, and that was about. Oh, um, it was also the CIA, uh, <laughs> and their their experimentation with psychic phenomenon. Yeah, it kind of rubs up against remote viewing stuff, and then they made a movie out of it, and it's funny, right? This story should should have been handled by Kubrick and done as a the darkest comedy ever. Yeah. Mm. 
Instead, he did, you know... The moon uh, landing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty dark out there in space. In space, no one can hear you laugh. It's actually and the th- biggest grossing movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he did, uh, um, you know, Doctor Strangelove, which was a dark comedy about nuclear Armageddon, yes, right? Yeah. But this is, is ripe for a dark comedy you <laughs> written about it because it's a bunch of fucking CIA... Suits. Suits mm-hmm. getting... Dosed, yeah. like, and then just being out of commission for days. Oh yeah, and then they show up and they're like, "What the fuck was that about?" And you go like, "Sorry." Do you re- do you read the memos? It's the it, company, yeah, dude. We were we took notes. Yeah, and it was like a lot of bad science. I mean, because it was all on this one guy had a license to kill, carte blanche treatment. <laughs> there was a lot of just shoddy workmanship. <laughs> yeah. Okay, check check me out one time like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I want to. We got to know if maybe the combination of sex and drugs is enough to mind control people. All it right, is, it is for me. So, well, you yes. Know. All right, bro. So, the answer is yes. You are correct, sir. So, <laughs> I'll do anything you want. So, it's like my guy. CIA like basically buys a brothel in San Francisco. Oh God! Okay. Of course they do. And. Um, <sighs> Uh, they recruit all these prostitutes to guys yeah no men women the prostitutes are women yeah you know but they get them pretty fluid back then yeah to um (laughs) a lot of pretty fluid back then (laughs) to bring back johns (laughs) oh I lost one of the screenshots that I took man they take they get the prostitutes to bring back johns by what and they dose the Johns. Oh, God. Yes. And. Right. I'm seeing three of them out there. They, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the one in the middle. It's run, no. it's run by this guy, George White. And George White. Fake name. Here's what he said about the job. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, cheat, steal, rape, and pillage with the sanction and blessing of the all-highest? But the CIA. Yeah. That's the... Uh, <laughs> So he now I own a chain of Roy bro, Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting behind a one-way mirror in a portable toilet, drinking martinis by the pitcher, watching Johns get dosed and have sex with prostitutes by the pitcher. <laughs> oh, pitcher of martini, pants down. There's not anything in this, right? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's dosed too. And then he would, then he would videotape it and then blackmail he's the Johns. Sick. Really? Just on the side. What, for Having kids? nothing to do with the... Su- Just so they sign off like a show on TV? Dude. Inside. The name of this program was called Operation Midnight Climax. No shit. You ever heard of it? No. You've heard of it. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, like the... It, I turn into a glam- gremlin if I did climax. So is, is this one of those things where, like, Sid is the only person who needs to sign off on it, and it doesn't go, like, to any official channels other than... It's just George like, White. Yeah. Bring me a pitcher of martinis, yeah. darling. I have an idea of... What do you need? Is, and cause it, like, like, cause you're, like you're saying, this isn't real science. This is just... Oh, no, it's stupid. Fucking, no, it's, 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 it's fucking with alchemy-level bullshit. It's going, hey, we're not going to kill prisoners anymore. What if we just this torture is, people in is, real life? This is... Well, that's, I guess it's the same uh, as uh, prison, but... Uh, same, like, I mean, same level of uh, irrational... Um, 
reaching stupidity of, yeah. of, 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 of the Nazis with the, the relics. Yeah. Like, yeah. it is preposterous levels. Yeah. It's just a guy who wanted to go to a whorehouse going, how do I, how do I go to a whorehouse with, and get paid for it? But I don't even think Sid was there. No, that's what I'm saying. The, this guy was just like, I have an idea, and then Sid signs off on it. Is that it? Uh, no, I think it was Sid's idea. Sid's idea was combine the sex with the... Yeah, yeah, because it was uh, magic. That's what that song is It was alchemy. It was. It was. And there's like, there are unconfirmed reports of like them hiring psychics and all this shit. But that would, they would, that would probably fall under Project Stargate later with the remote viewing stuff. But, Mm. um, (laughs) I looked into his mind. He's tripping his tits off. (laughs) There's tits in his face. (laughs) He's tripping him off. He's seeing six of them out there. 149, 149 sub projects under MKUltra. 80, 80 set up institutions. College, I mean, 44 universities, 15 private companies, 12 hospitals, three prisons. Yeah. Is it too early to ask whether it paid off? Because I assume that you have more stories about this. No, it did not pay <laughs> off, Matt. <laughs> Subproject 119 was the foundation of all non-lethal weapons programs currently active, and it included one summary. Uh, this was from Techniques of Activation of the Human Organism by Remote Electronic Means. So, a lot of drug, but also like well, shock therapy. Wake them up. Like the, all the, the Stranger Things stuff. Anything that you see yeah, in any movie yeah. that's like. You know, preposterous. Uh, yeah, Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. They were, they did it. It all didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, it's been done. If like, think of something fucked up to do to somebody, in the, for in the name of controlling their mind. Yeah, and the CIA did it. Yeah. And then they just, when they're done, they just put him back in regular society. And then people would be like, "This guy's crazy." Yeah. He's saying they opened his eyes up and just showed him <laughs> filth for an hour and a half. It is a thing. Uh, Ted Kaczynski, right? He, right. he was when it got into Harvard at sixteen, mm-hmm. and he volunteers for some experiments. But they, a lot of the times, they don't tell you all of it. Right. And they fucking barbecued that guy. Well, I mean, <laughs> and then they, he comes but, and he writes the manifesto about the future, like techno but, state uh, being like the downfall of mankind. He probably saw into the future. But not only that, <laughs> but also, I mean, with Whitey Bulger, it's this thing of like, you create, um, you take a criminal and then you make him a super criminal. Right. You, yeah, you made him a Bond villain. Yeah. yeah. But you are the biggest Bond villain of all by creating all these Bond villains. That's right. Like, I mean, Whitey Bulger is like, you know, there's no reason. Like he, he, he should have got away with all this stuff. It, uh, you know. I'm playing eight D chess, man. Yeah, yeah. You're also an informant. <laughs> and then, yeah. But then that's the thing too. Where like you got to go look, look at it from this. This if you look at it from the viewpoint, for for instance, of um, the Black Revolutionary Movement, and you're looking at uh, your white counterparts in the Weather Underground, and you're like, oh, they're ready to fucking do bombs and all that shit. But then they also break out. Uh, they broke, they broke Timothy Leary out of prison. Timothy Leary out of prison. And then you go like, well, that guy got it from the CIA and he's a suit. And then you go like, why, why, why would I trust any of them? Like, they're all like, therefore tainted by this thing of like, you know, well, then they did, it, it wasn't out. No, but it wasn't, out. was it on the street? 
You know what I mean? No. Like any of those people that were like, no, it wasn't out at universities, for instance, like their parents, let's say, um, would they know like, oh, there's, you know, CIA experiments going on here, that sort of shit. No, um, nobody knew, not until, uh, like the church commission, which is 75. That sounds about right. Yeah. There's the Rockefeller commission and then the church commission. So it wasn't until much later that it even got. Well, yes, on the, on the same tip, the Weather Underground also did get all the Co-Intel Pro stuff. And that's why they all got light sentences, because they had all of this dirt on the FBI and the government spying on MLK, et cetera, mm-hmm. whatever, all that. But, like, I'm just saying, like, there, there's this thing. Well, your question is, what, what was your question about, like, the Black Revolutionary, like, the Black Just, Anders? like, there's, there's a reason to view it skeptically. To view what? The, the revolutionary fervor of somebody like Timothy Leary, where you go like, aren't you just one of them that kind of got a little bit away? <laughs> but you're not disappearing to a black site. You're not, you know, getting covered. Like, like you're still kind of accepted. So like, and you're kind of like, like a white liberal hero. So why would I trust? And it, it, it leans into staying more conspiratorial Towards the whole thing where you go like, that guy knew that fucking CIA guy that did all this fucked up experimentation mm-hmm. on our people. So like, fuck all, like, like let's just get away from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a thing there where you want to be like, they all hang out at fucking. But, but he's a professor I- at Harvard. He's, uh, you know, he, it's not like they can put him in a black site. Sure, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he volunteered. He got the LSD because he asked for it. Right. It just. On its face, you go like, yeah, all the Ivy League schools. I mean, the black sites are happen overseas. There were only yeah. black sites were overseas. Everything in the United States was just like in prisons or <laughs> schools and hospitals. Sure. But do you get what I'm saying? Where it could seem like it's kind of a monolith of good cop, bad cop in a way. And so what is your point? My point is it, it, it just the whole thing is like, how much did everybody know at one time? Especially when nobody and another this is like, again, going back to my social, nobody can spill the secrets because nobody knows them. It was Alan Dulles, Sid Gottlieb and Eisenhower. Right. And then, you know, the few presidents after that, like literally. Right. When people would ask, like, whose idea by on whose authority, like. After even just, okay, let's say Project MK Ultra ends. And he, he, it's now like 66, 67, okay? It's the, all the mind control stuff's over. Now he gets a job at the TSS. It's the tactical, it's the, it's the poison and gadget division of the CIA. Yeah. He's Q mm-hmm. from James Bond. Right. He personally flew to the Congo with poison to assassinate the leader of the Congo, the prime minister. And they're like, Who, who's, who's orders? He goes, the president. The president. The United States. Uh, who was? LBJ. Oh, right, 67? Yeah. Dude, Fuck. It, it was that chain of command. You are the black sorcerer of the CIA. Right. And you go make poisons now. Right. 
But yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is the, the person that would start that was, you know, kind of the uh, the revolutionary figurehead type, the the intellectual, Timothy Leary being the classic example. So if you find out, oh, that guy knows he got it from something CIA adjacent, then you're like... But he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't know. No. No, Leary is... Nobody knows they got it from Sid. Ah. Oh, I thought it was like... No, they set up 88 shell companies... Hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. No. Then there was like, "Hey, Sid. Oh, hi. I'm Sid Gottlieb, CIA. Black Alcom. Here's the. Here's my card and a tab." Uh, no, but you know, there would be a thing too where you could be like, "Okay, well, you know, I need uh, some kind of you know academic minds looking at this sort of thing. Like, let's work together on it." And then you suddenly you take it, and then you're like, "I'm a hippie now." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that was, you know, <laughs> well, the, that's what happened with sort of a lot of the, the unless you show up in my house with a bus. <laughs> I mean, the Richard Alpert who became Ram Dass was that at yeah. Harvard, right? He, but that was mainly with mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the the thing about the universities is that's the natural filter. Yeah. It's a thing that is at universities. No one goes, oh man, where did the university get it? They just go, well, it's at the university, right? Now, right and then right. it's filtered from the university True. into people mm-hmm. because because the people who are studying it at the university are supposed to be studying stuff, and they're not going to be like. I need to find out where this came from because they just want to work on it. Right. It's just there to work on. And there's, it's shell. I mean, shells upon shells. And it's, yeah. what do you, you go to the Hall of Records and dig back through microfilm yeah. to find out what the CIA, I mean, and Sid you can't just name like Google is, trail it. Sid Gottlieb's name is redacted on every single thing you're going to find anyway. So there's no, right. they, it. And this thing, yeah, is it, you know, I guess, you know, with the better journalism of, of the later era when it comes to the shock doctrine and stuff like that, is that they show that. You know, post uh, you know Iraq War, that you know these things were still happening with the uh, replaying the Barney song in interrogation rooms. That uh, is his. That this is the legacy of Sid Gottlieb. He invented the term enhanced interrogation. All right, that is all the takeaway. Sweet it, word for torture. Yeah. So fucked yeah. up. Yeah, it was. You know. It ended up you. Yes, you could break the will of a person. There was a protocol that could be enacted to break the will of a human being. Yeah, you cannot replace anything with it. Yeah, that's that's. You cannot make an assassin. You cannot have a Winter Soldier. Right. You can only reduce. You can just break their will. Right. You cannot enlarge. You can only reduce. Yeah. You you can't. There's there there is no vacuum to fill. It's just a broken mess. It um. That's so interesting. Please, please keep going because uh, I have some questions, but I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll say them. I, well, I, I was wondering, are there any experiments where they didn't break down before they decide to build up instead? Uh, Where's the fun in that? Well, sure, but uh, I'm trying to think like, well... Well, that's what just joining the army is, but even then, even then you get broken down in boot camp. Right, right, but, you know, so there, you know, you, you, you find you can't rebuild the brain after you destroy it. Uh, what if instead you... Is there a way to build just... on top of? Yes. <sighs> Captain, that, that Captain one, America. That, you, so, and this is this is me now being in the imagination of a diabolical madman. You? Um, I would imagine it would be uh, amnesia. If you could do amnesia, not that, the, not that the, they're trying to do, not the destruction of the mind. No, no, no that that is. That was one of the end goals. Yeah, Colander. Yeah, what if, you know, if we could have somebody do something, assassination or what, any sort of black op. Same abilities. And then 
Then they forget they even did it. Right. Oh, well, then if they get caught, they had, they they'll not remember anything. If they get tortured, they'll have a clean conscience. It's you know. But even before amnesia you, was one of the end goals. Yeah, the born sure. identities. Yes. Um, but that would be a thing where you'd be like, you would keep all of the, the faculties, and they wouldn't be this you know sniveling, crying baby. Right. At, if you just were like. <laughs> A, B, and C. Uh, yeah, the sniveling, cl- crying, praying baby stuff they figured out is what would happen. Yeah. But oh. nobody knew. Right. It wasn't. It, has there any ever been a way to, to find out if you could uh, c- create amnesia without uh, reducing the faculties of a person? Date rape. It's date rape. Yeah, well, tra- I mean trauma. I, I, trauma, I mean, I, trauma in I general. Guess I yeah. mean long-term amnesia, where you would be like, I don't know where I come from. I just know that I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm pretty cool, man. And oh, uh, well, that woman uh, who went in uh, to the Montreal project, the Montreal experiments. I mean, she forgot everything. It does. It does seem like trauma is 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 pretty powerful in that sense. Right. I mean, there was electroshock therapy, tons of different drugs. You know, phenobarbital, LSD. I mean. They just fucking tried everything. They kept kept them in there for months. Yeah. And, I mean, the true permanent movie, retrograde amnesia, doesn't really exist. Right. It's always used as a device, like yeah. the memento amnesia, where you're like, I'm fully... Well, actually, the memento amnesia is the most scientifically accurate <laughs> yeah. amnesia ever yeah. put on, mo- on yeah. film. That's on one end. Meanwhile, Men in Black is on the in, other in end. Because he, his long-term memory is broken. And that's he the thing cannot, that happens to people. cannot... Today. Or, but like he so his short term memory works in that time period, but he can't form any new ones. Right. It actually it, I, I was, it was shown that in my psych class mm-hmm. as a, an example of scientific accuracy. And good in, and good movie making. And that's just good movie making. Yeah. Um but the you know, the person that washes up on shore and doesn't remember any anything. <laughs> I mean, the, J- the, the Jason Bourne thing is... <laughs> I was on a pirate ship and they shot me out of the cannon. <laughs> it was cool until God, the end. Now I'm a castaway. <laughs> Shit. <it>. Tom Hanks. <laughs> so... <laughs> in 60, Eisenhower approves a CIA plan to overthrow Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. Gottlieb comes up with some proposals... <laughs> Um, Proposition for one you. was to, all right, what do we spray his TV studio with LSD, <laughs> and then we'll put thallium in his shoes. That's fun. And, and all the hair in his beard will fall out. Let's put botulism in his cohe. They got cohibas, cases of cohibas. They tainted him with botulism. Jesus. Um, and what are cohibas? C- cigars. Oh, okay. Uh, Castro's favorite brand of Cuban uh-huh. cigars. Uh, tried exploding cigars on him. One was um, an exploding, seriously, an exploding conch shell. Yes, because he loved to go diving, and mm-hmm. they were going to place bombs in conch shells. Mm-hmm. Um, a poison. Um, they were going to have um, a poisoned wetsuit. Yes, yes, uh, I believe it was a bacterial. Yeah. Thing they were going to do in a wetsuit. Yeah. yeah. Or a dr- <laughs> <laughs> so he he very becomes, droll. Uh, the uh, it's the the TSS is the um. Technical services staff. That's so I bungled the abbreviation earlier, whatever you want to call it. Um, so now he is Q from mm-hmm. James Bond. Right? Mm-hmm. 
the whole like cyanide pill stuff, that suicide device stuff to to protect you if you get that was him. No shit. Yeah, I mean he. I mean it, it existed in World War Two to a degree, but he would have to come. He, they asked him for like custom stuff. Really. Uh, one was um a spy who wouldn't take the job. Un- I think he was a Soviet asset. He's like, I won't do it unless I get you know my assurance that I can get out because I won't get to my diplomatic immunity or anything. The guy wore glasses. And uh, so he came up with uh, a pair of glasses that on the part, you know, that goes to the ear, the ear hooks, mm-hmm. it would have a toxin in those. And so if like under, if he was being interrogated, he could like take it off and like, you know, un- chew on them. Chew on them. Like, mm. uh, like under dirt, like, like sweating. Or I got to think, that's, who was that? That's yeah. good. And he was going out and like collecting toxins from shellfish and like, I mean, thousands of shellfish and like distilling them down into the most potent. This guy was. And who was a shellfish working for? <laughs> Not the Jews, but the Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> tell you that why it's not kosher yeah. oh yeah you said it neighbor or halal that's definitely not halal uh <laughs> the dude uh the crabs are on our side dude <laughs> i know i got them they're with me now <laughs> look at these eight-legged freaks <laughs> Guys, really mean business. Oh, you know what? It, Pinch him before the TSS stuff. There's a story of Frank Olson. You ever Frank Olson? I know, I know that, that name. name. Yeah, what so is that? Frank Olson was a guy working on poisons for Gottlieb for Sid, and he was out there, um, in Europe watching some of these interrogations happen or these experiments happen. So drugs, poisons, all this. He probably watched too, one too many people die. And he told, he's like, listen, man, I'm, I'm having trouble sleeping at night. And like, I'm really having second thoughts about this. Apparently, he, like, they intercepted a letter to a family member or a lawyer that said, do you know any journalists? Ooh. No. And uh, he gets dosed again. Because everyone was getting dosed, like, secretly. Just LSD was just potpourri dosing mm-hmm. everybody because they needed to know That it wasn't contaminated by preconceived notion, like I was saying earlier. This is it's bad science disguised as good science mm-hmm. because you need informed consent, but that infor- that information can can taint a, a trip. You need sure. you need a control too, right? Exactly. Uh, so the idea was like whatever is really going on with you is going to come out, too. or just you know that whatever happens is because of the drug mm-hmm. right and it's not because you think you've been done you should yes right um so like i actually see the devil <laughs> i don't so frank Olson has, he gets those and it's like in a bad way it's a really bad trip and nine days later he j- fucking jumps out of the 13th story of a hotel that's right and but it was like through the window yeah it was through the window yeah, which is what you usually do. Oh, uh, well, yeah. When you commit suicide. Um, I jump straight through the window. So, 
Yeah, for years they denied this at all. He went. He was depressed, suicidal, maybe yeah. schizophrenic. Yeah, in the moment he went through all of those emotions. I mean, happened f- nine days later. Frank didn't know how he, to unlock windows. He, he couldn't <laughs> talk to like his fan. Like it was really bad, and he was really bad for those nine days. Yeah, I bet. And then, dude, years later, like the family is like petitioning for like they're making lawsuits and shit. And the government like says, "Listen, we we did we dosed Frank. This probably maybe contributed to his suicide." And even then, it's like it's a fake apology. It's a it's it's a mm. fa- it's a cover story disguised as an apology. Yeah, mm. they get invited to the Oval Office. The president personally apologizes to the Olson family. What president? LBJ. Yeah, we should have made bigger, uh, tougher windows. Personally, it's never happened before, never happened since. Wow. We dosed your, he was part of the program and, you know, he took the other scene. That probably exacerbated his existing conditions and made it hard for, and then he committed suicide. Settlement, money, also. Son gets the body exhumed years later. Forensic exam. Father, he there was blunt force trauma to the back of the head. Mm-hmm. He fell face, but he fell face. He jumped out of the window face first. So there was pre-existing trauma. He was dead before he hit the ground. Yeah. Years later, after that, they find a memo by Sid Gottlieb that says one of the good ways to assassinate somebody. And to make it seem like nothing happened is to have blunt force trauma to the head and then throw them out of a window. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Holy. I shit. mean, this guy was an expert in figuring out ways to make assassinations not look like assassinations. Yeah. Whether it was untraceable amounts of a toxin or a poison. Mm-hmm. Or the victim just had knock blunt force the- trauma to the head before he hit the fucking pavement. He was tripping. It. He was literally tripping. He's fucking he hippies, tripped, man. Yeah, and fell out the window. Fell straight out the fucking window. This dummy couldn't even open the fucking thing, man. <laughs> Tried to open his mind, he couldn't even open the window. Shit. <laughs> That's one bad trip if yeah. I faith on myself. <laughs> there it is. There it is. One door closes, the window stays shut, and you get thrown out the fucking thing. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> CIA came up to the top floor and started throwing informants out the fucking window. So, <laughs> Dulles is gone. It's now Richard Helms is the director of the CIA. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what year are we looking at here? Uh, This is in the 60s. Mid? Mid-60s. He's, he's with the TSS. He still has just free reign. Unlimited. He can do whatever he wants. We're killing these people. Yeah. You're killing these people so that you can kill these people. Right. You know? Would you say that at this point, more of his focus is on uh, agents killing themselves and. It is in as, uh, poisons, toxins, gadgets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's no longer yeah. mind, mind, the mind control stuff. <laughs> yeah. The end of the story was yeah, you can break somebody's mind, but you can't put anything yeah. that You can't have a. Manchurian candidate. Yeah. What I'm focusing on now is reducing the pension part of <laughs> the company. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I, 
It's a budgetary tax. <laughs> oh wait, I really have to pee. Can we can yeah. we break and come right back? Be right back, folks. And we're back. So, uh, actually, it was a uh, Gerald Ford that invited the Olson family to uh, the Oval Office. Oh, okay. So, so, so uh, mid seventies, right? Yeah. Um, it's uh, uh, my Gerald Ford impression. Uh, Gerald Ford <laughs> Ger- dead today, <laughs> killed by an MK Ultra. Gerald Ford, a pack of wolves. <laughs> a pack of wolves. So, um, you know, it's now uh, in the seventies. Helms Helms is the head of the CIA, and. You know, Gottlieb had been operating with like impunity for a long time. Uh, but when Nixon came in, he removed Helms, and Helms was like the only barrier between the president and Sydney. Yeah, mm. and so it was only a matter of time till Gottlieb would be gone. Especially with like the war on drugs, Nixon's thing about you know. Yeah, and how you know Nixon's secret recordings. About and Helms was like the only hearing. person at the CIA that knew what the fuck was going on. Mm. With with Sid, um, and so like they Fuck. both knew that like time was short, and they fucking were like, "Let's do all this acid. <laughs> Let's burn all the documents." Yeah, uh, they, which Sid, is how they handle it with J. Edgar. Yeah, Sidney Gottlieb personally drove out to the record center and destroyed boxes of MK Ultra records. It is also a bad sign of the stuff you are doing. Yeah, dude. Personally drove out and burnt it. The only way that any of this shit came out was accounting stuff in the nine, like the seventies, the eighties. All the money, dude. And then uh, it's the one thing that never gets thrown away. So the receipts never get thrown away. The Frank Church and the Select Committee on Intelligence Activities being investigating the work of the CIA. Um, And do you remember how that came about? I I think it was like anyway. Well, they there was. There was they were looking into uh, Fred Hampton, yeah. right? The the murder of Fred Hampton, right. where a bunch of um, and so the CIA and the FBI had been just, sending letters to like you know all these revolutionary figures, and so that was how the church investigated. Are you seeing like, in letters of like intimidation? Yes. Well, yeah, they, I mean, MLK, they would, they would threaten him. They're like, we know you're cheating on your wife. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. The FBI mailed Martin Luther King recordings of him. Yeah. With a, a big VCR style, like tape machine under his bed, which yeah. is like, dude, how do you not know that's under there? Um, when it goes, Cause you're having sex. Yeah. But then it snaps. Like well, well the, the, end of tape. The most embarrassing part is when you get out and you flip it over <laughs> and then go back at yeah, it. Go. The um, that was yeah. So that that whole church, um, Frank Church, yeah, Frank Church, the church mission yeah. was all about work uh, that the, that the intelligence agencies were doing on Americans illegally. Yes, Operation Mockingbird, mm-hmm. Operation MK Ultra, Console Pro. Cointel Pro, all that stuff, um, you know, including illegally experimenting on on people, violating the Nuremberg. Yeah, and your own people. Rules. 
Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, not even on other. It's not that it's right on other people, but just the absurdity of doing it on your own people. Yeah, well, here, is, here's the thing that that kind of fucks me up uh, is, uh, I think maybe more on the west coast is where they got. Uh, of Canada is where they got more into the sensory deprivation stuff. And then in Montreal, you have all that, uh, you know, kind of mind wipe shit. But it's like, the C- in one way I go to myself, I'm like, oh, the CIA is like not doing it on American soil. So there's not going to be like fucking some kind of like legal ramifications. But you go like, Jesus Christ, Canada of all places would be the one. Well, but do- they did do it on American soil. Yeah. No, they did also. Yeah. Uh, but you would be like, fuck, man, like Canada. Oh, just up the border. Canada yeah. is like the closest thing that we have to a European country on the continent. In North America. And, yeah. and like, not really enough of a stink about it. Well, they have, as their as their churches are being burned down, they have their own issues. You could they've <laughs> they've got some Indian burial grounds. Yeah, that that haunt him. Um, that can be, so he retires in seventy two, gets a distinguished intelligence medal from President Hall. Uh, <laughs> Sydney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seventy two. Uh, yeah. The corners of it. If you suck the corners, it'll kill you. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, so that's, if, that's, get, if you get if things get in a pinch, you can eat it. <laughs> yeah. So that, is that right in between? Well, Nixon Nixon uh, got another, and then resigned. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yes. Seventy three. Yes. Um. So burns all the documents. Mm-hmm. He had a rough go morally. Like reconciling everything later alone, yeah. Well, with his wife, um, he said everything I did at MK Ultra was pretty much worthless, Jesus, other than figuring out how to torture somebody. Fuck. Um, he would then just like go on the like him and his wife went on the road doing like working in hospitals and stuff, working at a leper hospital. He went back to school, got a doctorate in speech therapy, and worked with kids who had speech impediments. Fuck. He got the stutter. Yeah. Uh, just did a bunch of like medical philanthropic work for the rest of his life. Right. Because he couldn't reconcile, you know, all the fucking horrible shit and well, and that well, he was directly responsible for, in the name of, I mean. You got a guy drinking martinis, watching John's fuck hookers on acid through a one-way mirror to fight communism? Like, Mm -hmm. what? It's not fighting communism. What is that? Exactly. Like, what? But, you know, it only... You can tell yourself a little truth in a bigger way. You can can condition yourself, right? Sure, yeah. When you're doing the test, you're like, when did he come? Yeah, uh uh-huh. When did did I come? And then you? When did you come? And then you? Sounds like communism. <laughs> is that bad? Is that wrong? Is that abnormal? No, if everybody's coming, that's right. But Commies. But then the, 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 thing, the thing there, too, is, um, you know, uh, the carte blanche treatment you've been given, and uh, you realize, like, oh, it was just suffering that came from it. However, all of the data they now have. So you know that... They can do not nothing with that, 
Um, and and I'm not saying in a way that you should feel good about. In a way you should be like worried about. Like, well, oh, well, he oh, did, sh- he, oh shit, he did burn a bunch of it. It seems a lot of it was burned. So the data might be gone, but, but the, there, the yeah. general acts are, are accounted yeah, for. Yeah, in the, the, the legacy the of what worked and what didn't is still there. Which yes. is a lot of the stuff implicating him and certain things was was burned. But like. There's always copies of copies of copies. Yes. Right, right. Um, and especially when it comes to things that seemingly work. And that's where, you the, know, the blaring s- Barney music or, right, or you know, gun, well, they're playing like fucking Guns N' Roses in South America. Like, oh, yeah. Or in Iraq. It, all with that God's, was I mean, it, a lot yeah. of the stuff was tried out first in South America. Like <sighs> once, once, once the program was over. Mm hmm. It was used in the you know the the American government's fucking around in South America, like yeah. overthrowing Guatemala to get the whole plant, you know, getting yeah. the fruit companies in there yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and having a bunch of thugs and then a couple of CIA guys. And- yeah, and they taught, you know, they gave the they gave the fucking manuals to, you know. Gorillas, right. and also Not gorillas. No, but, but gorillas. Also, in that sense, take commandos. It, they took. The work of the scientists and then just gave it to people without even the the quote unquote like thoughtful planning of this. So all of a sudden you're just giving the end game to people who are like, okay, here's a really easy way to torture without ever thinking yeah. I'm doing this for a reason. Well, that, I mean, that's part, to learn of, part a, of the cruelty is to go like. Hey, you know, you're a country that doesn't matter to us. Um, yes. But here's, yeah. a, here's, here's, here, a, here's a book. Here's the thing yeah. that we think is going to be a badass weapon, so you can do that. And and the, the craziest thing with uh, Chile is that they took the economic model from the U.S. And then the, mili- yes. the military yeah. stuff from— Chicago school goes the, down there. The straight-up pedophile Nazis. Yeah. I mean, holy fucking shit. I mean, yeah. that's best paperclip on, a, like, a whole different level. Yeah. You know? Um— Staples. <laughs> we got that. <laughs> it's the modern version of paperclip. So when people see, you know, the, 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 when people start like testifying in the, in the, um, church in the 70s, the church commission, you know, they get people who are f- mad fucked up from these experiments they're testifying. It's on, some of it's on TV. Mm-hmm. So people are like, hey, John, John, get off the get off the floor. You get, wipe the drool off your mouth. Remember when you said you were at that bar and that guy with the club foot came in and put something in your drink and then you forgot how to wipe your own ass? That's the, that's what happened to this lady. And so like people come out of the woodwork. Yeah, there's just people people watching this and sitting at home going, "Holy Lawsuits shit!" Are yeah. fi- Dude, Sid Gottlieb was named as the defendant in a lot of this shit, and the CIA intervenes and delays and delays for like twenty years. And then as the walls are closing in, it's the '90s, and like it's it's getting harder to kind of pass the buck. Yeah, and like. There's more and more evidence that like people are lives were ruined. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that dovetails with like you know in the Clinton era, the pardoning of weather underground people, all that stuff, and yeah, reconciling with this thing. But he probably had like a cyanide molar or something. <laughs> March seventh, 
1989, he, he dies at his home in Virginia. Mm. Wife has him immediately cremated and declines to give a cause of death. Frank Olson's family hears about his death. They toast champagne. Wow. Yeah, uh, and that's fair. everyone says that he killed himself. Mm. Uh, yes, and he knew how to. Yeah, cyanide handgun. Yeah, then, yeah, exactly. He knew all the ways to fucking die. So fucked up. A million ways to die. Uh, and he also here's the here's the thing that here's the brilliant thing about Alan Dulles. Let's get an outsider. Oh yes, that's always the blame it on him. Oh, this is. Uh, this Jewish guy's whole thing. Who are we talking about? Yeah. We're talking about Sid Gottlieb. Right. We're not talking about Ellen Dulles going, We're this not is talking old. about the CIA. I mean, we're still talking about the CIA, but there's the, we have a guy we can blame it on. Yes, and part of being the outsider is the thing of being like, I have to try extra hard. I am the guy with the stutter. I am the guy with the club foot. Um, I shouldn't have this job. And he also part of him killing himself was what you're saying, which is if I go on there and I get grilled and all this stuff, which he he had already done some testifying for immunity uh, behind closed doors, but this other stuff happening in the '90s that was coming down, he didn't. He just he needed to get out because he felt that all everything would. Sully the good name of the CIA, right? And well, you know the <laughs> the the work he he you get. So after he gets out of the CIA, he does all of this Mother Teresa type work. Yeah, fuck her too. And what what would have been the thing that did not more, a good person? What would have been the thing that did more good than all of that? Is if he sat down and he said, "This is what I did with the CIA." And why? And, and I mean, you know, you know, context is, you know, is king, right? Uh, he handed out pennies to, in order to save his conscience when he could have sat down and, and, and just given out the rest of the fortune. If that makes sense. Uh, uh, right. And, you know, and being the outsider, it would have come uh, with a lot more uh, kind of... Uh, backing because you yeah. go like listen you know fucking i'm not it, it's the thing they play with so well uh in uh with john jaturo's character in quiz show mm-hmm. do you remember quiz show mm-hmm. and john jaturo is like a jewish guy getting the answers and he's playing the the ball game mm-hmm. and uh then they suddenly decide they want uh ray fines ray fines to start getting the, he's like this fucking waspy guy this piece of shit like and then he becomes so jealous of it that he brings down the whole thing, including himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, the outsider status would have been like, you know, the wasp was using you to do all of the dirty work just by yourself. Um, and you you should have been like, you know, somehow you guys made me a Nazi scientist. <laughs> Yeah, you know? well, no, well, he also... I mean, personal responsibility, he, of course, but yes. but also, think about, you are in the CIA, and you're like, 
I mean, a bullet could be coming from anywhere, especially me as an outsider. How expendable am I? When did he get in the CIA? Was the CIA the CIA when he got into it? I mean, it talking sounds about, like... Talking about Sid Gottlieb? Yeah, I mean, no. you know, he, Yeah, I mean, he... he <laughs> it was, became the CIA. Right. He, but and, he, and one of the reasons that it's such a boogeyman is because of what he did. he did. But in the less formative stages, it even seems gangsterier, <laughs> right? When it's not the company yet, you go like, oh, shit, this... No, it, it seems... I, I, I would say less gangster and more official, like an official, you know, the OSS helped win the war. Of course. And then, so the OSS becomes the CIA and you now feel like you are inheriting the legacy of the people that beat the Nazis. Right. It, the boogie, I think Matt, I buy what you're saying, Matt, like it is the boogeyman. It is doing a large part to what, because of what Sid Gottlieb did. I mean, the, oh, for sure. the I mean, online conspiracy world I mean, eats up MKUltra. Yeah. You know, th- that is the word. Right. Devil's advocate. Oh. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? Oh. oh. Good you don't, ha- you don't have to. No. I, but it, no. I'm, it's, I'm, it's, a, it's a genuine thought. Do it. Is it not somehow even less creepy that the experiments are all happening on the fellow employees that we would usually see as the Mr. Smith fucking minions. That oh, sh- that's the black, that's the dark comedy. I, I, that, that, that should be dropped in. Uh, well, I mean that the that, accounting firms punch bowl. That's and, the only I, part that seems okay. <laughs> like, I mean, how many prisoners and people overseas Frank family did they kill? Yeah. Even, yeah, even that it, I, I I see what you're saying, but at what point is this okay? None. Well, and you it, can understand. Well, you can try to. Yes. This the paranoia that everybody had. I mean, this is this Cold War was happening on every front. There was yes. the mind control of mm-hmm. propaganda, which yes. is the better form of mind control. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes. It's the best form. It's my idea. Because <laughs> it's, I, I didn't, yes. think, I didn't think a pill or anything. It was my right. idea. Right. The, Russians, right. Right. the Russians were so good at it that we started our own brainwashing program when they never had one. Right. We started our remote viewing program. When they never had one. Well, and we, and we nuked the Japanese because we were worried that they would take over Japan. That's right. And <laughs> we, we nuked ourselves <laughs> hundreds <laughs> upon hundreds upon hundreds of times. Because we were worried. Because we were worried that the Russians would nuke us. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 so, propaganda, the best form of mind control. That's going on. Then you've got the actual mind control, the, the war for... Controlling minds, which, you know, of course they were trying shit, but we were really going for broke. <laughs> I mean, we got all the good Nazi doctors and Japanese doctors. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, there's there's a thing there, too, where you go like. And then there's the, the actual the arms race is happening at the same of time. Of course. Yes. Yes. But you already know, like, for instance, from like Stal- Stalingrad, that the retreating troops would be machine gunned by their own people being like. Do not retreat. Yeah. Right? So there's a ruthlessness there that's just like, we don't even need to do propaganda. Just like, if you're not doing the right thing, we have no trouble. Well, that's that's how strong their propaganda is. Right. But in America, they go like, oh, well, that's, 
you know, we're supposed to be about the individual and John Wayne and all this bullshit. So like, we need to like actually manipulate the minds more than just be like, you know what we need you to do. Right. right. Well, that's the, that's the, it's battling with kind of like, yeah, are you, are you saying, because this, I think this is a legitimate question. Was the mind control really to be used on the American population as opposed to just for assassins? Because I mean, you, one can, you can be a, 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 an American general and you can watch the Russian troops at Stalingrad. Mm-hmm. Shooting, retreating, shooting their own retreating mm-hmm. uh, soldiers or picking up the weapons of the dead bo- of their own dead soldiers because they didn't have enough. Expendables. And being like, they must be under some kind of mind control. If only I had an army like this. Exactly right. No, I think it was a, th- a thing more of like... Americans will never do this. We got to fucking start dosing them. Well, we can't, we can't just... We can't buy the other brand. As much as we want to as military people. Right. We'd love it if there was some hive mind shit. But instead we have this rugged individualism bullshit so we have to get around it by like bringing up some like fucking like mind control nonsense right so that's what i'm saying yeah that's what i yeah yeah, i'm saying like they're definitely wishing i mean the military is always wishing they had the most obedient army of all time of course but you know then also if you just Ape the enemy, wouldn't it sap morale to such a degree that you'd be like, why the fuck are we even doing this? You know what I mean? Well, well, well I, I think part of that is because, uh, you know, I think today, look at the American military and the hearings uh, with, you know, with the generals and Matt Gates about critical race theory. And they're like, the, the American military recognizes they need, the, the, they need people from all sorts of America to be as good of a military as they want to be. And so the American military, in some ways, even though there is a white supremacy problem among mm-hmm. the soldiers, they also recognize that they need to stamp it out in order to have a military that, that will works. follow the rules. Yes. Or that works or is any good. But also, I will, you know, what this really emphasizes to me is how um, the people, uh, you know, away from the military, the people in these, America has always been a country of expendable people. And uh, whether we grow our economy through decades and 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 centuries of slavery or whether we grow our economy through uh uh you know killing the people who were already here and expanding whether we grow our economy through a rugged quote rugged capitalism and denying the people who are working for us uh, living yeah. wages and rights america is a country of expendable people and so what is what is all of these tests but just another form of expendable people yeah. Yeah, now, let's let's just expand on what you're saying that the, the world is that way. But it, it power, feels it, oh it, yes, it, no, it's our country, so we're, we're we're saying that everybody does this. No, 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 no. I no. am saying that power does that. Yes. No, no, but 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 I'm also saying it. it also, we're just the best. It also it. feels <laughs> uniquely American that we would torture our own people because that's always kind of been a part of this. Know, but Stalin, Stalin did it. Stalin killed twenty million of them. Yeah, but that's 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 Stalin. That's and they also he, they also would sell it to you as a favor. I, I I think there's something about this that there's there's a lot of tracks with, um, 
the you know the way pri- we treat prisoners in this country that other countries do not treat prisoners, right? We have this level of expendable people in this country. We have that, that, too that, many that, prisoners, but. W- w- I would not want to be in a fucking jail in a- Africa or ab- the Middle abs- East. Absolutely, but with the power we have, we still constantly yeah, we don't have are, the, are, the jails are, that Norway has. And, and with the power we have, we, we could be doing better. But we we are constantly in this this ongoing phase of expending our own people, and and for what? For tests that fail. <laughs> like yeah, but I don't think that's uniquely American. I just think we're the best at it. And sure, and, sure, and I, that I, makes us the worst, right? It's but, the, but the efficiency, the, Brit- the British Empire did the same shit. Sure, but they did it to, I mean, they did it to other countries. We're doing it to ourselves. Yeah, but so did and, Russia. And did it to them, their own people in World War II, and yeah, and, and but, also, but we did that. It was. I feel like that's kind of an excuse. We use Russia as kind of an excuse to do it to ourselves. Okay, Pol Pot. Again, but this is these are just, these are not excuses. These are examples. Like I, it's I, not I, uniquely American. No, but I, I I think there's just something. There's a devaluation of Americans themselves when we have this country that is supposed to be so grand and so the greatest country on earth. We like to tell ourselves, and yet it, we are it, so the, the blind reason to why, the things we are doing. But the reason, but, but and it, I know it's not unique to us. No, I know but, I'm saying, but, but we're not blind. That's why it seems like a greater crime. Because we yes. actually have the ability to ask more questions. Nobody in right. Cambodia is allowed to ask questions. Yeah. They're not allowed to that, have glasses. That's why it seems <laughs> so bad. Right. But it's... It, I mean, like, I'm not saying it's, it's acceptable. So good, it's so good that you can see how bad it is. Exa- well, yes, 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 yes. But I'm saying, I mean, it, it just seems in that sense. Yeah, why, you know, nobody in a fucking jail in... Name a, a shitty place. I don't want to besmirch any good, fine country. <laughs> but like Spain, dude. Actually, have you ever <laughs> seen the Spanish prisoner? <laughs> um, what during the Inquisition or? No, no, no. They didn't have movies back then. When they had those tiny little cells that you couldn't fit in. That was new, no, no. I mean, that was new shit you guys came up with. That was cool. <laughs> you guys are kind of the original Nazis, in my opinion. Wow. <laughs> You guys are unit seven three one times sixty nine, dude. You guys are you guys are fucked up. You did some nasty net, and I res- I respect you for it. But I, but I, I do understand how it it can be a, a power. I, I would thing. rather. I mean, there are very few countries you'd rather be in prison in than Agreed. the United States. Agreed. Yes. Uh, you know. They're all they're they're. You don't want to be in a there's, prison there's, in South America where the prisoners run the prison. Like gangsters, and if they decide they don't like you, you're dead, and the guards have nothing to do with it. Right, right. But, but I mean, we're talking, you know, for, it's a, for me, it's a. And it's, it's shitty it, that way because the Americans made it that it, way. It, for, you know, 100%. It's a form 100%. of relativity, you know. Um, of course. You know, the, but the, I think what John said it nails the point. It's so good that we know how bad it is. Yes, and that is rare. Sure, but that uh, that's also. That's also kind of what I what I mean in the sense that we theoretically should know better, and yet we constantly are doing right the same but it, thing. So 
One, but I mean, one, I mean, England got rid of slavery before we did. One thing, a friend. Well, that's, I mean, I mean, that's because they found a new labor force in India. Right, right, and and, they, <laughs> and, and, and here where they could buy shit from. So they were like, oh yeah, oh, we don't need to. Oh, we don't so, have the land or the people. Those to do rebels it. in America are so primitive. Look at them with their slave labor. More sugar for your tea, do you, sir. Do you know that the Queen cried when she read Uncle Tom's Cabin? By the way, we're buying cotton by the million. Right. Load. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. it was a total fraud. But what I'm saying is, anything that can. This is, this is, I'm getting to it. I'm stealing this from my boss, but anything that can be measured can be improved. And that is why if you can see that something sucks, it doesn't have to stay that way. Yeah. If one simple trick and you can gain four <laughs> inches in one week. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait. Yeah. It's just apple cider vinegar. Scrape your butt, <laughs> cog in a two toilet paper tube wrapped with gauze. Swallowing some loads, and then you're good. Do they have to be mine, or can no, they be I'm, other But people's? I'm serious. Being able to see why it sucks is a measurement, and anything that can be measured can be improved. If you're not even allowed to say, hey, that's not the coolest thing of all time, you're not going to get there. No, no, yeah, no, I, I yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I, I, I agree with that. I, but. I cannot believe, I mean, it's, it's so predictable and very human that we are doing the same shit, but it is like, you know, we have, the, we have the luxury of being able to look back and be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. But these, you know, I also look, I'm, I look and I go, the, the world that's, that these people grew up in was so... I mean, they were having air, you know, the air, air raids, air yeah. raids are getting duck and cover drills in high school. Like, yeah, these people were traumatized. World War Two is. The most incredible event in world history. Yeah. <laughs> like and the he, world and was at war and then it ended with two demons in a bottle. Yeah. Being exploded over over Japan to stop a mass sacrifice that was happening of a nomadic people and like all for the glory of a mint. Like it's the most, yeah. it's a blood ritual that ended in a blood ritual with magic and then kept going by the people that won mm -hmm. using the excuse that you don't want this to happen again. Someone else is going to do it now. Yeah. And then just holding that over your heads like the sort of Damocles, like this is, it's going to come down. It's going to come down. So you can imagine selling that bill of goods to the American people like they did with 9-11 and just saying like, you know, you, we got to make sacrifices. So this never, never again. How about this? And so I can everything empathize we with that mindset. It's disgusting, but you can understand you can where e it came from. You can easily can understand see, Yeah, I can see the travel there. You can sure. e easily understand it when you think about Everything we were going through when we thought we might have four more years of Trump. And then you go like, imagine it's five years long and you're like, man, I hope the Nazis don't win. <laughs> because if they do, we are fucked on levels like we have never seen before. Like it is, well, we can't even imagine. Like thinking about... It goes on for five years and we don't even know that we're possibly like, like it's terrifying. Like it's every day you're going to school and doing your job and you're making the munitions for the, like whatever they want you to do. Mm -hmm. But every day you live with the doubt of you're talking about during the war, about during the war, during the war. It's five years of 
I mean, and we and, might not make it. And that's in America where they didn't, you right. didn't have to have, you know, lights out. No, exactly. You didn't have to have curfew. No, it's All not. You, you it's not to, London. Yeah, you had uh, to save your 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 bacon fat, and you had to have a victory garden, and your wife had to go to the factory, and you had to hire a black guy. That was about as bad as it got in the states for World War Two. In England, it's like turn out your fucking lights. No, yeah, totally. No, I, I'm, I'm no. Nope. So not, they can't see well, us from the air. Right? Yeah. I mean, but I, also, I, I, but also I, I, that collective trauma around the world. Never mind what happened in Africa. <laughs> like, no, no, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I agree with all of that. My point was the idea of the U.S. government experimenting on their own citizens seems like a a, a very normal thing after the history of the United States and what they've done to their own citizens. Oh yeah. And also, and that, or just whoever's on the land. Yeah. Right. It, you know, it just seemed like something is not out of character for the United States to purposefully destroy their own people who live here. Oh, no. Nor is it that they were initially, like the British, kind of friendly with the Nazis and being like, hey, these guys got the right idea. I mean, most of what really made Britain and America react to them in a rebellious way was we don't want to be second fiddle. It's not as if there was, you know, this this great, you know, uh, emancipate the world thing. You know what I mean? Like they, I'm not, I'm not like I don't think they were good guys. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm not saying I'm Nazis. No, I mean America <laughs> and Britain. No, I'm not saying any of that. I thought I just thought it was very interesting. You know, the technological advances, the historical advances of the United States, and yet still, you know, even with this super science, now they have LSD. They still are going. What if we just fucked up our own citizens with it, as opposed to think, you know, as opposed to, to like point, some other thing, you know? I think the, like, the, the the comment I was making earlier about Wallace Hahn did it. I think when you have a big enough population over a big enough square mileage, yes, which is gigantic, then you just dissociate like the nukes that dropped. I mean, the nukes that dropped. How many how many Uyghurs does China have in concentration camps right now? Right. If right, you right, have right. enough, I think if there's enough people, you stop having us. There's no. There's a less of a solidarity, and so you feel less like a common people, uh, uh, a nation. Uh, uh, certainly. And so you're like, fuck it. Cer- certainly, yeah. I, I I absolutely agree with that. Uh, but also, you know, my, my I just thought there's a history of experimenting on ourselves as a people, and so what is what is LSD at this point? You know, like why would they? Why would the CIA say no? How far back does the experimentation go? You mean like exploitation? Like, I feel like this is the first. Where I feel like this is where experimenting on our own people started. It's called the American experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm serious though. It's, 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 it's a whole thing where it's like it. it you know, the new frontier. Like, I mean, right. it's a thing where you go like, well, what if there was a melting pot? And you go like, well, what if? We weren't into kings. And then you go like, well, what if we gave people acid and made them our slaves? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's a real direct line. <laughs> you know, the American experiment. Yeah. I mean, not all of the tests were the first test that was ever done on a people. What if but... they sucked their cocks? <laughs> all, all of us guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The American experiment. The American experiment started with 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 slaves and <laughs> stupid Europeans, and then it eventually got to acid. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I mean, as far as an idea goes, (laughs) I mean, getting people to do shit for you is pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, right. But it is in the same way, this Holy Grail level thing where it's like, you're not ready for this power. If you found it, you wouldn't know what to do with it's it. A whole, yeah, the whole, yeah, whole yeah. You just use it to make people suck your cock. But, yeah, but also, melt your face. But also, wouldn't you want to hide it, kind of? You'd be like, oh, shit, this is like... I mean, that would be worse than the atom bomb, right? If you, it, well, it, I ooh, mean, could you, that I was ooh, thinking today yeah, as I was yeah, doing this research. Yeah. Could you imagine if they found it? If, if, yes. if, if, but, but here, that's exactly what they were telling themselves about, <laughs> about the enemy. Yeah. Could you imagine if they found it? Could you imagine if Russia found a way to like trip Cleveland? All of a sudden, for an entire week, Cleveland is just tripping oh, balls. Yeah. Uh, the and CIA it's just Russia. The, they tainted the entire water supply of this, yeah, a town in France <laughs> with LSD. Just imagine, like, all of a sudden, Cleveland's like, no, the, 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 the lake. They considered doing it in U.S. cities. Yeah, Cleveland's like, the lake's not even on fire. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like, I'm not going to drink anything out of the river in Cleveland. Yeah. Flint, Flint, Michigan is like, yeah, well, at least it's drinkable. <laughs> Are you talking about the River Ebola? <laughs> yeah, we don't swim in that anymore. Flint, Michigan wishes there was LSD in their water. <laughs> yeah, that would be way better than what's actually there. I don't see the fire. <laughs> the fire the rises. It's not there. That's why they call it Flint. <laughs> <laughs> you need us. They're all Flint Stone. <laughs> we gotta get these people Flint Stone. <laughs> yabba dabba do, am I right, my friend? Yabba dabba do it, kid. That yeah. was real fun, Aaron. Yeah, man. It's uh, I mean, we can talk about <laughs> the morality quandary that is yeah, this, yeah. which is not. It is black and white, but it isn't. Uh, it's Technicolor. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, because you can understand the paranoia because. We're having the same, you know, the what if about us. Could you, ima- I mean, I'm still, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I know we have to wrap up, but, but like, could you imagine if they found out the secret to drug induced mind control? Yes. And the world would have ended and it would have, de- it would have ice nined out. It would yeah, have well, daisy chained yeah, 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 into, it would have never stopped. World War Z. Yeah. It would have been World War Z. Yeah. And, that, been and that was the. I mean, the zombie movie. Yes, I, the goal is get the expendables mm-hmm. on our side, who we expend first to create mm-hmm. the zombie, mm-hmm. and then get them to fight their zombies and see who has more. Mm-hmm. It's pathetic yeah. and stupid so and humiliating. Then we just made drones. Right. Um, yeah, the drones so, are the drones are the. If you want to find out how this story ends, it's drones. It's drones, and wait twenty years. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> will this man on acid destroy an entire wedding in Afghanistan? No, you just need some twenty uh, year old uh, in in, in uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania, flying a drone in Afghanistan. Deny him sex his whole life. Yeah, and then he'll Keep on the internet. No. Imagine explaining to a T eight hundred that his predecessor was some guy just blown out on acid with a boner. <laughs> Man, my sex that doll. That doesn't compute. My sex doll is not going to like that. Come in me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, we can... Um, we'll some, expand on a Patreon. We'll expand on a Patreon. Maybe we'll show some of those videos of uh, you know the, sol- the soldiers on LSD. We can play some of those Ted Gazinski uh, interview tapes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That'd be nice. I mean, because... 
getting just to dovetail it nicely and put a nice bow on it with the drone stuff. <laughs> they love bows. you can buy the Unabomber's manifesto on Amazon, which in and of itself uh, ironic. Yeah, I hope it ironic. pays for like a bag of Fritos for him or something. <laughs> Incredibly <laughs> ironic. Yeah, because he gets a lot of money from it. No, because it's on a technological <laughs> master, like or a, yeah. a miracle rather. <laughs> and, and even to, even today, he just gets enough internet to know to hate it. He wrote this entire thing about. I think it's called technological slavery. Is his manifesto right? And it's going to push Bezos and into space. And it's on Amazon. <laughs> Bezos is like, Amazon know, workers are <laughs> shitting in condoms. <laughs> yeah. To save them for lunch. <laughs> and Bezos is going, do you know like Ted Kaczynski got me into space with this dumbass manifesto? So 100,000 copies this month. <laughs> guy's a fucking Luddite. Yeah, he's, 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 he's <laughs> the, the, practically the, a Luddite. The countdown for Bezos <laughs> is 10 Ted Kaczynski books sold. It's 10, <laughs> 9, 8, <laughs> Gosh. It's more of a pamphlet. <laughs> Aaron, this was great. Thank you. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, so many cameos, so many other profiles that are. Oh, dude, so many like fucking just uh, timelines to to shoot off. Yeah, of. I, I had to put in a lot of branches, dude. <laughs> so I yeah, hope I it was somewhat cohesive. Uh, no, yeah, just, it, it is. I mean, it, if anything, we fucked it up. It was cohesive. No, yeah. but but here's the thing: is that what is? You know, you just think there's a plan, and then you go, <laughs> and then you go like, oh no, there's just a guy that has like a franchise of the CIA, yeah, yeah. and they're like, see what you find, it's McDonald's, and of- then he's like, I'll, I'm going to do whatever I want, and then they're like, yeah, try it out, no problem, we got expendables, and so it's it, it, it's hard like, to register in your mind. They didn't. They, they didn't want to know. Yes. You don't want to know what Mr. Falcone has in those crates. Yeah. He's got he, he's he's got a club foot. It's best if we don't know. Yeah. Mm. Plus he's got a stutter, so it takes forever to debrief him. Oh man, no, he's he, gonna tell you the same story three or four times. He got over it. <laughs> Just, he did, huh? Yeah? yeah. Was it from acid? Oh thank Aaron? God. Thank God he got over it. Who's, Who's to, to say? say? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, that was excellent. Hope you guys liked it. I hope did. Uh, it made really sense. It. Uh, yeah, there's just so much. I mean, if, if you have you, any questions, just go to your congressman. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you can also contact the CIA at CIA.com. 1 800 CIA 6969. Yeah. I'm going to say My name is John Fahey. My name is Aaron Pita, and I'm having a great time. <laughs> Mepperso. Good night, everybody. We love you very much. Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.